Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, submarinewife.com. Welcome, everybody, to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. This is Wendy, and I'm here with Hillary. Today is January 27th, 2009, and we are so happy to be with you tonight. We have a great show planned, so we want you to hang out with us tonight. We're going to talk about um, t- tonight and next week, we're both we're going to talk about Valentine's Day care packages. We'll start tonight. And then we've got some Navy news, um, including the Navy's new continuation board, um, reenlistment changes, and we're going to talk about Hillary's new puppy and answer some of your questions and a whole lot more. So it's going to be a fun show. Hi, Hillary. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm really good. I'm really good. It's freezing cold here. It is here, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we're supposed to have some sort of winter advisory. So, And I hear it's, you know, lots of parts of the country are having lots of snow and bad weather. Yeah, what so is this we keep hearing about global warming and everybody's <laughs> freezing? They're behind us. It's yeah, cold it's, everywhere. It's not good. I, I, uh, I, For a while there it was warm here and now it's freezing again. So I hope it were ever, I hope some of our listeners are someplace warm. So I, I sure would like to be someplace warm. Our houses on this Navy base, I've talked about them before, how fabulous they are. They are gorgeous. They're amazing base out. But they're two-story. And the vents are all on the ceiling. So, like, even on the first story, the vents the heat comes out of are on the ceiling. So it doesn't ever get warm downstairs. But it gets stifling hot upstairs. Really? Yeah, because the, the hot air comes right out of the vent and floats along the ceiling and goes right up the stairwell upstairs. So... It's very interesting, you know, I've, I, in all two-story houses I've been in, there's been, on the bottom floor, vents on the floor, but not in this house. So it's a little hard to regulate the temperature, so we just use lots of blankets downstairs, and we don't even turn the heat on because it's just, it gets so hot, it like chokes you. So lots and lots of blankets. Well, I had to get one of those little space heaters. I bought one at, well, actually Craig found one at Home Depot. And it actually works really good. I keep it in the living room. I told my mom I was going to get one, and she freaked out. She's like, no, I don't want your house to burn down. You know, everyone says that, but I think that they're made better improvements, right? Yeah, I'm sure they're improved by now. Okay, so we'll talk more about um, how to keep warm in a little bit. Um, I want to tell everybody that the chat room is open. We have some people in there, so hello to everyone in the chat room. Uh, we're happy to have you tonight, and I'm excited because we took like a month off, and I thought no one's going to listen to our show when we did our show last week, and we actually had a lot of live listeners, and we've had you know some great um, download numbers too. We've had like if you um, gosh over a thousand downloads over the past three or four shows. Awesome. Um, so it's great. So we are so thankful that you guys are still hanging out with us and listening to us. We want to get your always your suggestions on what you want to have on the show. But um, but yes, I wanted to tell everybody thank you so much for for um, listening to the show. And 
Um, Hillary, do you want to do the Yahoo screen name and OPSEC stuff? Sure. Um, we just want to let everybody know that if you listen to the show live, there are several ways that you can be a part of the show. Um, we have, like, when you go to blogtalkradio.com to listen to our show live, you can click on the blinking icon that says chat live or chat now. I forget what it says because it won't pull up for me today. So you click on that, and then it'll open up a chat room, and Wendy and I are both in there. Sometimes we're both under Navy Watch Radio, but sometimes I'll be on my own. And um, so you can chat in there, and we read that during the entire show, and we take questions, and we take responses to things we're talking about on the show, and we'll read your screen name out or whatever you put for your name. And um, to do that, you just have to sign up with Blog Talk Radio. You just enter your email and password, and that'll give you access to our chat room every week and be able to talk back and forth with us. We also have a Yahoo I am screen name, and that's Navy Life Radio, all one word. And um, we are on there all night. You can get on there and listen to us live and chat with us or, you know, leave us a message there. Or however, we love to hear from our listeners. We love to hear from new listeners. We love to hear from people who have been here since, you know, the beginning because this exists for you because of you. You know, this is why we do it. So we can't get better without your feedback, and we'd love to have um, show participation and stuff. And um, you can always call us as well if you want to call in. If you do want to call in, we'll give out that number. I am, we ask that you either get on Yahoo or on the um, chat room and just tell us, hey, this is Cindy and I'm, you know, this is my area code and I'm calling in to be on the show. That way we know who you are and we're, um, we are able to take your call with confidence. So um, and let me give out that number. It's 646-652-4629. So if you want to call in, we'd love to take your call. Yes, we like the show is much better with your participation. So we invite you guys to to um, you know instant message, call, or tell us in the chat room what you're thinking, what your questions are. So yeah, so okay, cool. Well, um, we have a lot to talk about tonight. We're just hanging out, just us girls. So um, we want you to get comfortable, get your PJs on, or um, get that warm drink since it's so cold outside for everybody, hot cocoa or hot tea and hang out. And if you're listening to us in the archives and you're motivated and, like, listening to us while you're walking or working out, walk them off for us, right, Hillary? We're we're going to talk about our fitness goals a little bit later in the show, but um, I know a lot of people listen to us while they're working out, which I think think that's great. Too bad we can't work out and do the show at the same time. Do the show. Um, I think I'd, I'd be passed out by the end if I tried to talk and exercise. I know, I know. I do try and, because we do it late, like it's 9 p.m. here, so I try and make myself sound like I have a lot more energy than I do, but sometimes I listen to the show back and go, oh, gosh, I sound so tired. <laughs> so tonight I, I'll try not to sound so tired. But, um, uh, yeah, so our show is Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern. And that's what time you'll find us here. And we um, we do we try really hard to do at least three shows a month. Sometimes our schedules get a little bit crazy, and sometimes, you know, deployments, this and that, kids, life, whatever. But usually we're good, and we're here at least three times a month, so that's where you can find us. Um, We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about our weeks and um, our funny stories for the weeks. I have one to share about the cows that live in my backyard. Hillary's going to talk about our puppy and um, what what we have going on. Um, in the Navy this week, we have a couple of really uh, new, inter- interesting changes that are coming up that you don't want to miss. So when we get back from the break, we'll be talking about all of that. So stay with us. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. 
USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. We know what it means to serve. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. We're happy to have you. And so um, how was your week, Hillary? It's been a Crazy. week. Crazy. <laughs> it's been a I know. And I told you last week I'm glad we're doing the show again because it makes the week go by so fast because I feel like we just did this. So personally, my week was fine until Sunday. My Internet got cut off. And I was freaking out because my husband's been able to email me every day since he's been gone. And then, like, Monday was the first day I didn't talk to him. So I had it, like, Sunday night, I just kind of, like, lost it. Like, I was being so good, but then I lost my Internet, and I don't know. It just kind of threw me overboard, I think. So Sunday and Monday were kind of rough. And, uh, is it I back? Get my, it is back now. Okay. Um, my, oh, my duh, two, we were talking on the instant messenger. Duh, sorry. <laughs> well, like, my rival, like, t- like satellite provider and Internet provider, like, one came out and unhooked my Internet on accident, but they wouldn't come oh. get it. So I had to wait till today, and I finally got Internet back today, so I'm all good. And then my car's in the shop again, and um, it's frustrating, but I refuse to let a vehicle ruin my life. You know, there's other much worse things that could be going on and and I just, you know, I have to just let it go and just deal with it because, you know, little things like that will just drive you crazy if you let them, you know, like And you know, doesn't and, stuff like that happen as soon as they go? Exactly. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah, it's like the they, love deployment. Yeah. Yeah. They leave and something breaks. Something goes. So I'm hoping that the damage or the repair isn't too bad on the car. I know for a long time we had cars that were eight, nine, ten years old. We just kept them for they just started breaking down too much. Um, so I've been there where um, where you're just kind of very, very frustrated. So I hope that you get good news from the dealership. You know, I and I'm I hope too, but like like I said, I'm not going to let it you know rain on my parade. I'm doing this is our first deployment. I'm doing really good so far, and I feel really good. And I'm not. I'm just not going to let something like a car ruin that for me. So, and I encourage you, like, if you have anything going on, you know, like kind of like the Murphy's Law of deployment, anything bad that can happen will happen when he's gone. That's just how it goes. You know, let us know about it and talk to, you know, talk to somebody about it because, you know, you it's like a deployment is too important for you to get through it strong and and finish strong and and help strengthen your relationship and stuff to let something like your car breaking down, you know, ruin your ruin your uh, your strategies of, of making it through. So, you know, log on, tell me about your um, you know, deployment catastrophes or whatever stuff that's going on when uh 
when your husband's gone. And the funny thing was I was carrying a wrench around my house to um, unhook some wires when the um, cable guy got here today. And he just thought it was so funny that I had a wrench. And he was like, you know, I, I guess he didn't understand that maybe wives have to carry around tools because there's nobody there to get the tool. You know, I'm like, he's like offering me a wrench. And I'm like, no, it's cool. I got it. So, um, but yeah, so that's what's going on with the car. And um, like I said, I'm not, I'm not trying not to worry about it. But well, that's, a great, uh, that's a great attitude to have. I, yeah, I, I mean, admire you for that because I know it's it's easy to get down and absolutely and frustrated. So yeah, so we I hope other people will share what they're going through too because I think or what you have gone through and how you got yeah. through it or like you know whatever we want to hear your stories. So other than that, two quick updates. One, if you have a dog, please <laughs> listen and give me advice. My dog is wonderful. I love him. He's 12 weeks old now. He's just, you know, the most precious thing. I'm so thankful for him. And he's doing really well at house training. And he'll I'm crate training him, and he'll sleep in there at night because it's right by my bed. But when I put him in there and leave the house, he works himself into such a frenzy, he throws up every time. Oh, he pukes no. Every time I come home. And um, I don't like, and I can hear him because I always open the window by his crate to let some airflow and stuff. And I can hear him when I pull up in the driveway. You know, he's like crying and freaking out. And so then for like an hour after I'm home, he's just walking around the house whining, like he's so upset that I did that to him. But and without fail, I have like not fed him, and then I fed him and walked him, you know, like three or four times, and like whatever I do, he throws up. So, I mean, he has, like, a Kong ball in there with the, like, stuffing in there that he's supposed to, like, try and look out of the thing, you know, for, like, separation anxiety and stuff. Right, and he, uh-huh. just, he just goes crazy, you know, and he, like, tries to bite the metal bars and, like, he, he like, shakes it around so much that the whole cage is, like, shaking, like, it's, it's like, unbelievable. I have to, I'm probably going to put it on video one day because that's how crazy this dog is. But, and I just, I don't know what to do. I... I know it has to be done, and I refuse to let him, you know, wander my house while I'm gone before he's like chews a wall down or something. But yeah, no, I agree. The crate thing is a good idea. Yeah. Maybe I mean I know this might not always be possible, but if you if you had the time and you could plan it in advance, like we're such planners, yeah, right. But if you could yeah. maybe give him like a try, try and tire him out a little bit, take him for a walk, like for 15 minutes or something, yeah, or 30 minutes. Sleep. Then maybe well, he, maybe he'll calm down a little bit, and then or um, uh, if you could, I don't know if he might get to it, but I was thinking maybe somehow put a, a towel over his crate or something so it's kind of darker in the room. I did. I put a blanket over it one time, and he like pulled it through the bars. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, I was it was like. <laughs> Stepped through and I'd like cut it to get it out because he had done such a number on this thing. But oh, and you know, like I, I'm concerned that people are going to hear him and think I have him like locked in a closet or something, you know, because he's just freaking out and he's perfectly fine. You know, I take his collar off in case he like tried to squeeze through the door or something, you know, and I get his toy and everything, and it's just it's unreal. I think maybe the whole walking thing might help try and tire him out a little bit. Yeah. I will definitely have to try that because, I mean, this I dog. I keep thinking of Caesar, Caesar, you know, the dog yeah. whisperer, how he says, we're not really good at this, but he says, you know, um, um, oh, gosh, how does it go, everybody? 
tired dog is a good dog? Is that what you're saying? It's uh, exercise, discipline, affection. Not affection, affection, affection. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Which we are known to do that. Exercise, discipline, affection. So, um, you know, I'm sure that that's not the end all to be all, but that would be my. Plus, he's a puppy. Not that I want to make excuses for him, but he is a puppy. So I think you can take heart and know that it's. And he's such, going to I change. think it's deceiving because he's such a big puppy. He's a lab, full-bred lab. So right now he is the size that the dog I grew up with is as an adult dog. So I forget sometimes that he's so young because he's such a big puppy. He's huge for like I know 12 the, weeks old. For those of you who haven't seen her puppy, you can look at the website because she posted pictures on there after last week's show. Good. And he's, he's so cute. Oh, my gosh. Um, so yeah, you have to look at that my mymilllife.com, dot com, um, but you have to put the www in front of it. So I don't know. We we need to fix that. We haven't fixed that yet. But um, okay, so, well, let me tell you about these three dot these three cows we have in our okay. backyard. Tell me about the cows. I think there's actually maybe four. We used to have cows. Then I think the guy got rid of them, and then about a month ago the cows started reappearing. And <laughs> I don't think they're the same cows. They could be, but um, these are the same cows. If you've been listening to the show for a while, people, I've heard, I've, I've shared my encounter with the cows when the dogs have gotten out, and I've had to go and get Katie, from, <laughs> and I've like turned the corner, and boom, there's this cow. And one of my best girlfriends, she, her parents have a cow farm or a dairy farm, and so I'm like petrified of cows. And so she's like, Wendy. You relax. They're not going to hurt you. And I am just thinking they're like a longhorn or something in a chart <laughs> or a bull. Well, so the other night, um, it was really cold. And Craig's like, come outside. The cows are out. And I said, what? They're out right now? And I did not want to go out there at all. I was cold, kind of drizzly rain. Right. It's like 930. Uh, but, okay, so here I go. And um, so he grabs some carrots out of the fridge. I do not know if cows are supposed to eat carrots or not. So we go out there, <laughs> and these two of them come up to the to the um, to the fence, and so uh, trying to they and when he was out there before, he's like they were basically almost right next to him. They're just really close. That's what made him want to come in and get some food for him. So, but they got scared and they kind of wait. This is your husband away. or your son getting no. This is care. Craig. This is my okay. Husband. I'm so, <laughs> Christian was in bed already, so okay. we go back. So we're trying to whistle for the cows to get them to come to the fence. We can give them a carrot. It's pitch black, dark, drizzling rain, cold. <laughs> and so finally I break off a piece and throw it onto the ground, and um, the cow is not very smart, doesn't realize he's supposed to pick it up. After three more throws or so, he finally picks up the piece, and you can hear him crunching the carrot because I thought, well, do cows have teeth? I know they don't have teeth in the front, but I was like, I hope they have teeth in the back because we don't want them to choke on a piece of carrot. So you can hear him finally chewing, you know, the carrot and it breaking. And I'm like, okay, great. This is great. So then as we're walking off, Craig's like, see, I knew they would like carrots because that's what I cook them in or cook them with. <laughs> I'm like, oh, don't. And it took me a minute. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> That is not good. I'm like, mm. sorry, guys. <laughs> and they're little cows, too. They're not big. <sighs> I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> <It was not laughs> I just think it's funny 
that he just decided to go feed the cows. Or no, the funny thing is that cows that he found the cows so fascinating. Oh yeah. You know, no. cows are a pretty domestic animal, and I think I mean I like animals anyway. I would I've been on a cow farm and thought they were pretty cool too, but that's just that just strikes me as funny. That uh, he had to go feed the cows carrots. I don't know if cows are supposed to eat carrots. I don't know if they are either, but yeah, it was just not. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I just thought I would share that little. That's my only funny story I have for the week. I don't have anything else exciting. Um, but I know I'm coming up. Don't let me forget. I want to. There's an article about uh, PTSD in the Navy Times that the, that a female Marine wrote. Uh, don't let me forget about that. We'll talk about okay. that later in the show. I have that, and then um, uh, I wanted to talk about the Commander's Ball because I saw some pictures online of the President and Mrs. Obama dancing with um, two um, service members. They were, you know. Uh, he was dancing with a female sergeant, and she was dancing with, I can't remember what, but we'll talk about that later. So, so yeah, so those are all things that are coming up. So um, what else do you got? Anything else happened this week? Well, um, I officially got news that I was picked for that um, in-shape challenge. Oh, yeah, So um, I have orientation on the 31st, that's this Saturday, and I have to go and get, like, embarrassing pictures taken of myself in, like, less clothing than I would ever wear on a beach. And they're going to put oh, it on I'm internet. I'm so excited Everyone's for you, me. though. I'm so excited. I, you know, I am, too. But she, and she was even on the phone when she called me. She's like, I know you're not going to like it, but, you know, we got to take the before pictures. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, as long as you post the bigger one of me afterwards <laughs> next to the before one. I said, you, I, you better post that thing, you know. And she said, yeah, of course you will. So I start going orientation Saturday, and then we start, like, I guess they give us a schedule, and we we work out two times a week with the trainer. And I don't know when eliminations start yet, but um, if you would like to keep up with my um, progress as I go through this, you can go to um, hillycsp.wordpress.com. It's like my it's like my handle on... Um, the Mind Mill Life blogs, um, Hilly CSP. That's my um, In Shape Challenge blog, and um, I, I'll blog like an update after every like workout session and every weigh in and um, stuff, and you know, post like what I'm doing and what I'm eating, and not only great. is it part of the contest rules that I have to do that, but honestly, I think if you're anybody's going to go on a diet, if you keep a journal, even if it's just on paper for yourself and write down what you eat and what you did that day, like when you read that you sat on the couch for four hours, it makes a bigger <laughs> impact to you than remembering that you sat on the couch, you know, for four hours. Well, so, I mean, yeah, I've read that. You know, if you track what you're eating, it people are much more, I think it's like over twice successful. Yeah, as successful. It's a huge, like, it's a huge percentage. So, yeah. okay, well, I can't wait to read all about it. I'm so excited. I'm hoping that it motivates me too. So, and I hope it motivates our listeners too. So you know, join Hillary and um, and us track you know her progress and work out more and get healthy. So yes, it's a great great thing. So if you're if you've started to work out with the new year and you want to have a workout virtual buddy, I think it'll be cool. You can track Hillary's blog yeah. and we can all you know cheer if her you on. Have any tips for me? You know, maybe you know something like. 
like, like some people have like their secret power diet food. Like I was in um, the grocery store today, and this guy's like giving me a lecture on Special K protein bars and why they're the best. Because he was a personal trainer, I guess, and they had the most protein in it. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go now. But he's just going on and on about that kind of stuff. Well, so you can blog about that, though. You could try it, and if it works, you can tell us all about it. I will. It was just awkward to be having a <laughs> like lecture in in the grocery store about that. So if you if you but if you have you know a blog is an appropriate place to talk about that kind of stuff. Don't approach strangers in Walmart and tell them what to buy. I don't know. It's just rude. But that's just my opinion. So anyway. Yeah, I can see where that could be a little bit awkward. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. So all right. So you're gonna post that on um, the website. So I will. And track. Yeah. Okay. I will. All right. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back in our second half of the show, we're actually on time tonight. It's so exciting. We're going to talk about um, the uh, Military Spouse Magazine, uh, Mill Spouse of the Year. The voting is open, so we're going to give you the highlights on that. We're going to talk about um, Emeril Lagasse has a, 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 a food show, a food cooking show on Emerald Green, and he's looking for military uh, members to come on the show. We're going to give you details about that, plus some Navy news. Hillary has a question about IAs we're going to answer. We've got a hey shipwreck review of the latest episode, plus answering your questions. So we have a lot coming up, so hang out with us. We're not done yet. Uh, you're listening to Navy Wife Radio, and we'll be right back after the break. Hi, this is Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck and Join the Navy, the cartoon. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio on MilitaryLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is Wendy, and you're listening to Navy Wife Radio. And first up, I think since we just had the Hey Shipwreck promo, um, we're going to do a little mini – Hillary's going to do a mini review of the latest episode of Hey Shipwreck. I haven't seen it yet uh, because Craig says – have you seen it yet? And I said, no, no, but I want to. I heard it's out. I heard it's new. And he said, well, it's kind of not family friendly. I'm just going to warn you. And I, we touched on it last week, and I still haven't seen it, but you saw it. So what is okay. your review of the latest episode of Hey Shipwreck? Pat, if you're listening, I love Hey Shipwreck. <laughs> but not family friendly is an understatement for this particular episode. If you have okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and like define the people that should go watch this. If okay. you don't have kids and you're between the ages of like 18 and 28, I'm I think it's like for well for a female spouse, I'm gonna say that's about the maturity level. I mean, in 28, it's pushing it. I mean, it's funny. Don't get me wrong, but it's a little shameful that I thought it was funny. Okay, I I'll mean, eventually watch it. I just haven't. Had a chance. Craig said, he said, if you're going to talk about that tonight, make sure you say that Pat's working out some things. He's he's processing some stuff. He's coming out of recruiting <laughs> duty. He's working out some things. And I'm like, okay, um, I'll put that out. I haven't seen it. I, I have to say, I thought it was hilarious. And I'll, I'll touch on a little bit. He, You know, have you heard of the Twilight series, the vampire? Yeah, like the, the vampire. Yeah, so the girl at work who gave me the book that really wants me to read it, who just thinks it's great. And I'm kind of scared to read it, quite frankly. <laughs> well, honestly, I, like, science fiction, like, my husband's kind of into science fiction. And I get a little bit from this episode that, you know, 
he might write, Pat might have read a little science fiction in his day, and then he makes fun of it because it's so silly to the, to men, because it's like um it's like teenage vampires, and instead of being like scary, he's supposed to be like this mysterious, handsome, you know, and he's like he like sparkles, I guess. His like skin is like glittery, and and like <laughs> okay. he has the funniest line. He's like because because that's that's like the like the epitome of like kill or something, glitter, you know, that's so scary or whatever, whatever he says. So it was really funny, but he makes fun of it in a way that's inappropriate for young or or morally sensitive viewers. I mean, like I said, I thought it was funny. If my husband was here, he would have watched it and probably died laughing. And I'm sure Craig thought it was funny, you know, a little bit, but it is a little inappropriate. And, uh, you know, watch it when your kids are gone to bed and you, know, <laughs> right. you have a moment to, to laugh and just, you know, and then process it and then move on and, and it'll be okay. So and and then of course the second part um, is the uh, the ever going debate on um, like calling like the Marines call the young guys like devil dogs and and you know in the Navy it's like hey shipmate I guess when you're gonna call somebody out on something that they're you know they need to correct or whatever and so they go through a few like nicknames that they can call like other young shipmates instead of. Um, what they they're not allowed to call them anymore. I guess they're like they said, you know, you can't call them anymore. Can't call them nubs anymore because it's offensive. So they go through a couple other nicknames and they just end up with kind of a really inappropriate one. <laughs> and it's it's all like anagrams, <laughs> so you kind of have to like figure it out. But uh, but I mean, I thought it was funny because it's like it's it's pure navy humor. It's pure guy navy humor, you know. But. Uh, so you know, take it with a grain of salt. No, I I really don't want. Any, I don't think anybody would be offended. But you know, if you think you might be, you're forewarned, right? We're forewarning yes. everybody. So, okay, yes. Pat. And you know, he he's coming on the show in February, so he'll be here, and <laughs> by then he'll be officially on um, off recruiting duty. And um, so we'll yeah, see we what can he has grill him say. about this. Like I said, that's right. I love Hey Shipwreck, and I think it's hilarious. And if um. I'm going to have to find out when the DVDs for the second season come out because I want to send them in a care package to my husband because I know that he loves them and he can share them with the other guys and they get a kick out of them. So i got to find out when that happens. So hopefully he can share that info with us. Yeah, he on. will. We'll, we'll press him on that. We'll definitely press I know he has a donate button. But anyway, so, okay, so Hey Shipwreck, you can find it over at tubedaysdaze.com. That's where you can find Pat. In his episodes, or you can just Google Hey Shipwreck and it'll pop right up. So, um, okay, a uh, couple of announcements I have for folks. Uh, USAA is sponsor who are who sponsor our show, support our show. They are also sponsors of the Military Spouse Magazine 2009 Military Spouse of the Year, and uh, this has been an ongoing process. Everyone, you know, you could vote. For your, you could nominate your favorite military spouse and do a little essay on why they should be the, the military spouse of the year. And then they took all of these votes and they picked one spouse from each branch. Those people have just been announced. And now the voting is currently opened for us to vote for who we want to be the military spouse of the year. It's actually pretty exciting that we get to vote on something like this. So you can check it out over at military. I can't talk, millspouse.com, and just look for the Military Spouse of the Year 
click on it, and the voting is now until March 4th. And um, I wanted to give their names. It's Susan. We need to try and get some of these people on the show. I think it would be fun. Um, for the Air Force, it was Susan Webb. For the Army, it was Misty Stevens of Fort Campbell. Coast Guard wife, uh, Patricia Pruitt. Marine Corps wife, Tanya Quiero. Hopefully I say that right. From Camp Lejeune. And Navy wife, Christy, and I know I'm going to say this wrong, Kutinik. It's K-U-I-A-T-N-Y-K. And she's from Georgia. So congratulations to all of those. I can't wait to read all of their stories because I'm sure they are very inspiring and will motivate us to um, to do uh, to give back and to uh, serve as well. So I think it's exciting. So we can get over there to millspouse.com and vote until March 4th for our favorite one. Awesome. We all yeah, need to do that. Cool. So, yeah, USAA flew them all out to – um, a New Jersey Nets game and announced, announced them, gave them a nice little coin or something like that. So I think that's cool. So I had that to tell you all. Make sure you go over there and vote. Um, uh, let's see what else. Oh, Emeril Lagasse, the chef. I think most people know who Emeril is. There is a a – let me find it for you guys. Emeril Lagasse. Yeah, here it is. Um, there is a channel called uh, the Planet Green Network, and if you have satellite, that's probably how you can find this network, Planet Green Network. And so there's a show on there called Emerald Green, and they're looking for uh, military folks to come on and cook with Emerald. It's kind of cool. So if you, um, it, they're actually the criteria: people who have served um, are home on a break or going to be deployed soon or if you have family members overseas. And I think military spouses might apply too as well. So when it came my way, I thought, well, let me put this on the show. I think it would be kind of cool. Um, you can email emeraldgreencasting at gmail.com is the information. Emeraldgreencasting at gmail.com. And um, you can include your name and age and city and town, a recent photo, a little bit of background about uh, your military experience and a little bit of a background of your cooking experience as well. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, they're looking for um, military members to appear on the show and cook with Emerald. So if you that like would be cool. Cook, yeah, if you like to cook. I um, like watching cooking shows, but I haven't quite gotten to the cooking part yet. I haven't seen that one. I see it on the Fine Living Network, but that's new, the Green the Green Show. So that I have that to tell you guys about. And um okay, so in the Navy Times there's a couple of different articles that are interesting to note. And we'll do the one that's up talks about re enlistment. In the past when your sailor was up for re enlistment you could do it, you know, six months in advance, a year in advance. I mean, just like you could re-enlist pretty much. Um, there's no real um, serious time frame, I don't think. But now the new rule is if you're wanting to, all these six and below wanting to re-enlist for your second tour, have to get permission to re-enlist. This is part of the whole performance initiative. Um, and it cannot be before 90 days. So they have to be within a 90-day window. Really? That's yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, so you guys can read well, more about that at NavyTimes.com. 
Go ahead. I think a major reason that they're doing this is because a lot of people will go ahead and re-enlist to get their enlistment bonus. That's right. Not necessarily because they want to stay in the Navy or they want they have the desire to be in the military, but they go, oh, well, we get a good bonus, so I'll just go ahead and re-enlist, and then you get down the road and you're like, I'm so sick of this. So I think it's probably a good thing. You know, make so, sure yeah, we'll see how it all shakes out, but yeah, um, but yeah so right now it's 90 days. You cannot re-enlist before 90 days. Um and the other news I have for you is this whole continuation board, which I don't know if you've heard about this, Hillary. Um, you know, the other the other news was E6 and below. This one is E7 through E9. And um, new this week, the Navy's announced the establishment of a senior enlisted continu- continuation board. And um, it's basically to keep top performers and people who are have been around for a really, really long time and kind of, I hate to say it, retired on active duty. I, you know, I guess that's the, the the just I get from it, that they're just right. trying to keep the top performers and tell people who have um, not performing so well that it's time for them to retire. So a board will convene. Uh, and this may be, you know, news for a lot of spouses because it just came out. Um, the board will con- convene in September, and the people that are, will be asked to retire will have to retire by June of 2010. Wow. Yeah, so that's pretty quick. That's pretty quick. And even if you're on an IA, that doesn't exempt you from uh, being looked at by the board. Okay. The exemptions include if you're a CMC uh, or if you're holding, you know, if you're a nuke or if you're a SEAL, obviously those are a little bit or EOD, you're exempt from those boards. So, But um, that news came from Navy.mil, so you guys can check that out. It's under Continuation Board. And let's see what other highlight can I tell you about that. Um, review the records of active duty E7 through E9 with at least 20 years of active duty service and three years' time and rate as of September 1st. That's the criteria. And um, So, yeah, check that out and... Uh, the focus is on retaining top performers is what they're saying. So that's interesting, I think. I'm just curious to see how it all shakes out as well. Because, you know, sometimes folks just, you know, even if you want to retire and you have three years left on your contract, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get to use that. Right. Yep. Yeah. So. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. So I had that information to put out and – um Gosh, there's been a lot going on. Did you watch? Have you seen any of the pictures from the um, the commander's ball? No, I um I had the internet for like I got it at like eleven o'clock today, and as soon as that happened, I was on the road taking care of my car and some other business. And like um <clears throat> I you know I have POAs to take care of stuff that I have to, and they need to tell you like they should help you fax things out when you get a power of attorney. Because I had to fax my POA to three different people. Really? Yeah, I had to, the bank had to have a copy. <clears throat> the IRS had to have a copy for me to file our taxes. And um, and uh, who else? I, and I sent it out to someone else. And to the um, to a different a different department of the bank for um, our auto loan to try and get, take care of some stuff with our car. So. You know, um, I saw Military One Source today. That you can call Military One Source as a resource for um, getting your taxes done. Really? 
Yeah, I thought that was interesting. That was news to me. I did not know that. Yep. So well, tell us about the ball. Oh, the ball. Okay, so, you know, the night of the inauguration, there was like, I think, nine or ten balls that President Obama and First Lady Michelle went to. And one of them was the commander's ball. The, uh, let me see here, I'm just trying to make sure I get it. The commander-in-chief's ball, excuse me. And what I thought was interesting was that in this picture that you can find on, this is another website you guys can look for cool pictures and read about um, what's going on in the military, defenselink.mil. That's defenselink.mil. They have a picture of um, President Obama, and he is dancing with Army Sergeant Margaret Herrera, which I think was really cool. And Michelle Obama was dancing with a Marine, uh, Sergeant Gulen was his name. And it's just really cool. They're each dancing with um, one with, you know, he's dancing with a, an Army Sergeant female service member, and she's dancing with a Marine. So I thought that was pretty cool, just something different. I agree. And um, I just, something that just came across my radar as I'm searching through stuff while we're talking, um, Michelle Obama wrote a letter to military spouses. Wendy, have you read it? No, I haven't read it. I have not either. So the link to this, because I have not read it, is um, military.com. So go to www.military.com and you know search for it and pull it up. And um, the comments that this is getting are, are really nice, really appreciative for um, what she says. Like I said, I haven't read it yet. So go online, check that out, and then let us know because we'll read it probably as soon as we get off the show. So let us know how you felt about it, and um, and uh, we'll probably maybe talk about that next week. Yeah, I'll I'll do a quick search while we're talking on the show. We got a little bit, about twenty minutes left. If I find it, I'll and, put it um, out. But if not, I'm, we'll just. I'm gonna go ahead and talk about this question I had today. Oh yeah, Because I think it's an important question. Yes. So I get online today, and a friend of mine who her fiance is on a carrier as well. So we have a lot in common as far as our our men leaving and coming home so often, and then stuff going on, and and our opportunities and stuff. And she says that she just found out that um, the Navy is implementing a new policy where if you're going from sea duty to shore duty, it's going to be mandatory for you to sign up to an IA deployment. And she talked about, um, she actually found out what IAs were because I gave her some link to Navy Life Radio. And so she was finding out about it because she knew that her fiance might be going on one in the near future. And um, she said, you know, it's, it's so it's for real, and I'm just disappointed, you know, and upset. I immediately got really upset because for our future plans, shore duty is a definite, you know, it's probably definitely going to happen. And I was like, Wendy, oh, my gosh, you have to tell me if this is true because I'm freaking out because, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, but I, if I could get away with my husband not going on an IA, no matter what he would do, because he would volunteer for one right away, I would not want him going on one. So, Wendy, you said that it's not true. No, it's not true. <laughs> and, you know, I just, you know, this is a good example of the rumor mill. We all know it exists. Our husbands leave, and all of a sudden the rumor mill kicks in. Okay, so the deal with the IA deployment is there is no new Navy policy that says when you come off a of CDD, you have to do an IA tour. No. 
it, when you do a GSA tour, which is a year-long tour, when you're coming off of shore duty, getting ready to rotate back to sea, that's when traditionally you're going to see those GSA tours that are going to come up and that screen that you look at when you know jobs are being posted. Of course, there's always that crazy, we need somebody to go on an IA, we have a task here, blah, 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 you know, uh, out of the norm. Because we all know things can happen that you're like, how did that happen? You know, but no, there's no new Navy policy that says when you're coming off of sea duty that you're going to go do an IA. It's, a, it's the opposite, which kind of makes sense. You know, you're coming off of shore duty. Um, right. You haven't and, you're been getting ready to, and that's the whole point of these GSA tours is that it's supposed to give some um, some planning and being able to uh, decide whether you're going to move your family to your next duty station or you're, they're going to stay put where they are. Um, or are they going to go to family, you know, where family's nearby, depending on your own personal situation? Who knows? I mean, maybe you're getting ready to have a baby and you want to be near your family. Um, or maybe not. Maybe the military is your family. You know, whatever your unique situation is. So, no, you don't have to worry about that. You know, as far as it being a policy, no, I I haven't heard anything like that. And I was so relieved to hear that too. Yeah, I did some as research. Soon as I, I didn't that find I would, anything. I was, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I'm gonna email Wendy because yeah. he's the only person I can think of. So you're just we have a welcome call. Now. We have a call, Hillary. I'm not sure who's calling. Oh. Um, well, we'll we'll do this. If you're calling, because we always screen our calls just to be, you know, we're just safe around here. Um, if you're calling us, just tell us your first name in the chat room, and uh, and then we'll take your call. So we'll make it easy for you. And um, so I'll look for that to come in the chat, and then we'll take the call whenever we find out who that is on the phone. Um, okay, so the other quick thing I want to talk about, which is really cool, in, also in the Navy Times, there's an article about PTSD, and it's written by a female Marine, and I encourage you, because, you know, not everybody who listens to our show is a Navy wife. That's one of the reasons why we're doing military life radio, because whether you're an Army wife, Air Force wife, Coast Guard wife, Marine wife, or if you're uh, a service member or you're um, a male spouse, it's you know, we want to try and be in, as inclusive as possible. So we like to bring you stories that aren't just about, quote, the Navy. And this one is talking about a female... Uh, Marine who was diagnosed with PTSD uh, in 2006. She did a deployment to Iraq in 2003. She's a former Intel Marine, and she just talks about her story and how um, she she uh, her some of her symptoms, why she went for treatment. Um, that it took uh, you know a series of medications and psychiatrists and. Um, therapy, but she's got her quote her life back, and um, she heard the end of her line of her article says people who suffer from PTSD can gain control of their lives without feeling ashamed, and I think it's a great great article about how someone's speaking out about being treated and how they've gotten their life back. They're working to get their life back, and I really I'm going to write to Jen over there at the Navy Times and see if we can get. You know, just send our email, and if she wants to come on the show, that would be great. We'll have an open invitation yeah. for her. So um, I think, you know, just like your car needs maintenance, just like your house needs maintenance, your dishwasher, we just had the dishwasher guy come out and fix our dishwasher. So does your marriage. 
so does your finances, so does your mental health. Um, so whenever you're having an issue, you know, it, it, it is important to seek help. Even if um, you're worried about your spouse, you go and talk to somebody yourself, you know. Uh, you do what you can to uh, take care of your you and your family. So I think it's a great good news story. We don't hear enough of this, so I had to give a shout-out to that. So Yes, and I... You know, I've done some reading about PTSD, especially when we did the IA deployments, because when when you come from like a Navy lifestyle and you go to an IA deployment, it's completely you know different um, than anything they've ever done before, and uh, that's where it's you know really common. And as far as the Navy goes, um, I think they really take care of people in the Navy. You know, there's there's lots of people checking up on. Um, you know, my husband talks about it all the time. They have little little powwows. You know, if you think somebody is feeling a little, you know, down or whatever, you know, talk to them, whatever, whatever, whatever. So, I, I really think it's important that you you know you pay attention to things that come across the wire when it comes to PTSD, because it's it's becoming more and more um, frequent and more and more talked about. And the more they talk about it, I think the more people are going to be accepting of it and not ashamed of PTSD. And because um, it's nothing to be ashamed of, you know, things happen and they affect everybody differently. So I would love to have her on and talk to her about it, you know, about how her family dealt with it and everything. So I really hope we can make that happen. That'd be awesome. You know, it's just like depression or whatever else, and you know, they're not in the military world. Everything affects somebody else differently. And you never know how it's, you know how it's going to come come across when it comes to you. So I mean, it's very cool that we have that article up there. And well, yes, more. it's very important to to recognize when you need to talk to somebody. And um, I know PTSD. That's t- that technically, you know, people think of that as combat, you know, related. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I say, no matter what it is, you know, if you feel like you need to talk to somebody. Um, that's one of the reasons why we put out Military One Source so much because it's an important resource, so and it's there for you. Um, and um, okay, so we know who the caller was. It was Trev's Navy wife. She had problems listening, so she was calling in to listen. So, oh, okay, um, yeah, so that's cool. All right, so let's see. Okay, oh, I know, I had a question. A poll. I have a new poll. One of the things that there that has been, I'll say, I'll call it. I don't want to say a rumor, but tossed around as far as when your sailor retires from the Navy or any military uh, person, it's not just Navy, it's DOD, that the the topic or the thought has been thrown around that let's say you do 20 years of service and when now normally your service member would get his retainer check or his you know retirement check, that that would not happen until they turn 65. You'd have oh to my wait. Goodness. Yes. So, you know, the economy's not doing real great. Uh, there's budget cuts, I'm sure, coming. I mean, who knows? Um, military pay raises sometimes, you know, um, aren't that great in times of like these. So who knows what's going to be happening in the future. And this was something that um, past administrations had talked about. So the poll, we're going to post it up on the website, is, you know, um, if your service member did 20 years or if you did 20 years, if you're active duty, um, and you didn't get your pension check until you were age 65, would that influence your desire to stay Navy or to stay in the military? So if you're you know, at that 10-year point and that message comes out that says, yeah, we'll give you a retirement, but you're not going to get it until you're 65, 
um, would that influence your desire to stay? So just curious to see how people answer that question. I was trying to think of some kind of cool poll that we could put up. And um, so, yeah, I mean. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of money people would be, you know. Yeah. It's um, not everybody can do the job of the military, and it's a young man's game. I mean, you can't do it to, like, you're forever. You know, you, you just, it's just, it's hard work. And um, the older you get, the harder it is. So to say that, you know, um, 20 years is a long time. It's a huge commitment. So I think that being able to get uh, a retirement check when you retire is well-deserved because we all know that these guys and gals can make more money on the outside. Uh, yep. Definitely, you know, can definitely. they're definitely not in it for the money. So. And when I think, especially because, like, when you retire from the Navy, if you get in, you know, between the ages 20, of 20, 20 and 25, you do your 20 years, you're 40 and 45 when you get out, you're still young. I mean, like, 40, and 40, 40 to 50, in my opinion, you're still young and you're still going to have to work. So for you to go from being enlisted in the military and then to you retire and you're not getting your retirement check, you know, your income is, is missing a good chunk there. So, I mean, I know that most people, when they do retire that young, you know, they'll, you know, start working, you know, another job or whatever, but I would hope that's not true. Yeah, I know. I hope they don't do that. Of course not. I mean, I think all of us that are here are like, no, no, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. We'll keep an eye on that for you. In the chat room, someone said, you know, last week we talked about military one source and how you can order free books. Uh, free nonfiction and fiction books. For example, Sarah Smiley's book, Kathy and Holly's book. Um, there's literally like five or six books that I've paid for that you can go on there today and get for free, including Catherine Trapman's book, who does um, 10 Steps to a Federal Job, her resume guidebook. You can go on there and get it for free. I think it's like a $30 book. So anyway, one of the people in the chat room said, I ordered my books, and um, they came really fast, and she plans to share them with her local uh, military family support group. So that is fantastic. And I, in fact, I went on there today because I want to read off some of the titles because what happens is once they sell out, uh, you know, who knows if they'll get these titles back. So if you're looking for a job, these are just some job-related books, 24 Hours to a Perfect Interview. The um, – okay – I have to scroll because they're not in order by topic. The Federal Resume Guidebook, that's what I was talking about by Katherine Troutman. Uh, so that's a, you know, a career, uh, in the career topics. And let's see here. Lots of deployment books, uh, Terry Rackenbach, like I said, Kathy and Holly's book, um, Sarah Smiley's book, Going Overboard, which is cool. And some of the deployment books are, oh, like I said, Downrange to Iraq and Back, Courage After Fire, and let's see. Oh, here's one. Back to the career part. A Foot in the Door, Networking Your Way into a Hidden Job Market. So that I wanted to make sure I told everybody about that. And another military one, Heroes at Home, Help and Hope for America's Military Families. So there's all kinds of books over there. You guys need to go and sign up at Military One Source. Check out the book section. It's free, F-R-E-E, free. They will ship it to your house, no cost. And then when you're done with your book, 
you can share it with another military spouse and just pass it along. So I just wanted to put out that information. And uh, what else do we have, Hillary? Well, I want to remind everybody, if you haven't signed up yet, for www.mymillife.com, sign up. It's a social network for military spouses only, and um, that's all branches. You know, we, we love all of our branches in the military. And um, if you do sign up, you know, we have a section where you can post pictures. And I think, you know, we've talked about maybe limiting the pictures. Let's say post pictures, but only make them, like, let's post, like, military-related pictures. You and your you know, enlisted or whatever, you and your um, military man, you know, you and your kids at homecoming, we love, love, love homecoming pictures. If you have any pictures from a previous deployment, I'm going, I'll just say, like, wait until they come home to post the deployment pictures because you don't want people that you don't know necessarily knowing, you know, that you're home by yourself. Like, we want to keep everybody safe. So, you know, post your past deployment pictures, make sure they're still OPSEC, you know, if he's got, like, rank, you know, blur his rank out on his uniform and blur your last name out and stuff. So um, post those pictures, post your military pictures, post your homecoming pictures, and um, you can create your own blog on there and we can keep up with you. And, um, you know, you've got a, we've got a forum on there where we try and post questions. You can go on and answer the questions and, you know, that's one a really good way to get to know people because, you know, other people are answering the same question you are and you might find you have something in common with those people. You might answer the same question the same way. So go on and check it out, sign up, and um, you can, uh, you know, make your own profile and make your page all pretty and stuff. So it's really cool. And I, I find I'm on there a lot just reading stuff. You know, I just read people's, people's blogs. Yeah, it's fun stuff. to read, you know, what's going on yeah. and see some cool pictures. So, yeah. So we encourage you guys to get on there and get active on that and help us grow the site. We need your help to grow it. So um, help us be part of our team to to expand our site. So that's www.mymillife.com is the address. Uh, okay, so we're running out of time. So let's see what else do we have. Okay, let's talk about the Valentine's Day care packages. We're going to do a little bit of tips okay. tonight, and then we'll talk about it in more in depth next week. Um, it's a couple weeks now before uh, Valentine's Day, and if you have uh, a loved one deployed, you know it's not too late to send them a Valentine's Day care package. But you got to get it in the mail like quick, because next week when we do our show will be the fourth, I believe, and you'll be cutting it close. So definitely, yeah. you want to get it in the mail this week. Like this week, yeah. Yes, definitely. And you know some of the ideas, you know. I, I always think um, something is better than nothing. You do not have to send a big shoebox full of stuff. You can just send a padded envelope with a card and a bag of candy and some pictures. And, I mean, send that sucker off in the mail and it will be well received. Yep. Uh, if, if you want to go a little bit more elaborate and do um, cute kind of um, uh, toys and things like that, you know, like... Um, you know, I, I was at the store just the other day, and they have all kinds of pink and heart-shaped and all kinds of little paraphernalia, you know, erasers and pencils and balls yeah. that bounce and all kinds of stuff. I got <laughs> my husband, you know those things that you throw at the wall and they stick. Oh, okay, okay. I'm like, so I'm picturing, and I gave him like, it comes from like packs of six. So 
I and I like doing that. I like sending a little extra because he has a couple of good friends that are single in the Navy. And he he's really nice. He likes to share. So he has lots of stuff that he can share. So he has his little things they can throw at the walls and I'm sure they're gonna get thrown at each other and I'm sure he'll be playing with them at, you know, inappropriate times, but you know, yeah, it, I think the important thing to keep in mind is, you know, picture where your husband is and what he's doing and try and send him something that's just gonna brighten his day. And um I sent mine, you know, just some candy and some little, you know, just you know, cheap stuff to play with and and uh, so I'm I'm really excited because this is our my first care package, the Valentine's Day package. So um, I'm excited to send mine off. And yes, if you're you can your cookies. That's right. You can make cookies. You yeah. can send chocolate, little heart. You know, get a heart shaped cookie cutter and um, do some cookies and um, some pink icing, and that would be really cute. Make some sugar cookies and um, a nice sweet note and. Um, um, let's see. Oh, we have a question over here in the chat. Sorry, silence. That's bad on radio. Um, I'm not good. At, like, I'm well, I read it for you, but that won't open for me today. It won't open. Oh, no. I was wondering where you were in the chat. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I wanted to tell people too. If your spouse is getting ready to go on deployment, and one of the things that someone shared with me. I can't claim that I came up with this idea because I think it's too good of an idea. Uh, I sent uh, – the idea is you send out a box that has something in there for every week of deployment. So if it's a six-month deployment, it's 24 weeks, right? Six times four, 24. Right. Um, like a card for every week. Or you could do – if you're allowed to you know, send a care package, you could ship out a, a box with like 12 cards and do another 12 a different time. Um, so that way you're, you're, um, you're, like Hillary says, your man <laughs> has something to open every week from you, even when you're not sending a care package. Um, you know, when Craig was deployed on submarine, their deployments are a lot shorter, his were. Um, and so it wasn't six months. So it was, you know, I could actually put in one box a little bag of like M&Ms or um, trail mix or his favorite hard candy. So that way every at the end of every week there was a little card and a little treat to go with it. Not expensive, not huge, you know. Sometimes I'd put like a little $5 DVD for the week. But that takes some planning. Uh, but it was just someone shared that with me. And if you're facing a deployment or, or you can send out a box, you know, consider doing something small for each week. That way, you know, like every Friday becomes Treat Friday or, um, you know, Letter Friday. That's a really cute idea. You know, um, it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. You can hand make the cards or buy the cards at the dollar store or print them on your computer or you could buy them, you know, um, with scrapbooking. Lots of people scrapbook. You could do that um, however you want to do it. So, yeah. I like that idea. Yeah, I think that would be. I'm definitely one, like, I stuff notes in places. Like, I put a note in a shower bag, and I said, you better find this quick, because if you don't, that means you haven't taken a shower. And he did, and he wrote me an email about it. I used to do, like, kind of funny little things like that, or, like, in his, like, laundry bag. I put a little note and said that if you don't find this, that means you're not doing your laundry, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, okay, so a couple of uh, suggestions from the chat room, and then we're going to have a call that we're going to take. Um, 
So Megan says, a pictures ironed on a pillowcase with perfume sprayed on it. Send it in a Ziploc oh, bag cute. to preserve the smell. I think that that would be great. Um, send cookies and brownies, someone wrote, or handkerchiefs with pictures. Oh, now, I like this. I never heard of this. This is a great idea. A handkerchief with pictures ironed on it so they can put it in their pocket. Oh, that is cute. Isn't that a great idea? I love that idea. Go, Megan. That is a great idea. So, handkerchief with the pictures ironed on it to carry it around with them. Oh, I love that. Okay, so let's take our call. Let's see who we have on the phone. Um, Let's see if I can work this little switchboard here. Okay, area code 443, are you there? I'm here. Hi, who do we have? It's Marla. I'm Trev's Navy wife in the um, chat room. Hi, Marla. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So you have an idea for, like, what to send in a care package, or what do you got to share with us tonight? Well, Hill said uh, something about um, the single guys who don't generally get care packages. Oh, okay, okay. And when my husband was first deployed, first, first, first deployed, I uh, I contacted or I ordered from Oriental Trading Company because, you know, they sell these, like, bulk items, like party supplies right. or whatever. Right. I sent, like, crap loads of that stuff because <laughs> it's inexpensive. And there's that is such stuff, a good idea. Like, there's crafts. Like, they can put together a frame and then send it to their mom or whatever. And, you know, I just stuffed it, like, a box full of that stuff. I and, love that idea. You and know, what did they, they had, say? Did you, what kind of feedback did you get back? My husband was like, you you embarrassed, because I'm obnoxious, I like decorate the box and everything, but um, <laughs> he he said that a lot of them were excited because it gave them something to do more than just play video Absolutely. games or watch movies, you know. Absolutely. Well, I love that idea. idea. Because, you know, I think I, you know, I'm obviously I'm, I'm very protective over my husband, but, you know, I, I imagine my husband being, you know, not being married and being on a boat and and just being, you know, an entirely different experience for him. And in some ways it would be better, in some ways it would be, you know, not so good. But I, I always want to do stuff for, like, guys that I know don't have anybody necessarily send them a package every month. So I love that idea, absolutely. If you can go on and get the um, the bulk ordering of that, that kind of stuff, I, that's just the, the coolest thing. So if, hopefully... If- and they're really cool because they have, like, if you go on there, you could order, I don't know if it would get, well, I guess by now it would get there by Valentine's Day. But you could order specifically, like, Valentine's Day themed stuff. And then yeah, absolutely. St. Patrick's Day themed stuff. Like, yeah, St. Patrick's Day is coming, too. So, if yeah, so if, if, if it's too close for, for Valentine's Day for you guys, then, yeah, St. Patrick's Day. And, oh, my gosh, if guys are Irish, they'd love that stuff. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I know. Um. Yeah, that's very, very. See, it's so creative. You guys yeah, are so creative <laughs> to think of this stuff. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, all right, Marlon. Well, thanks for calling. You got anything else sure. to share? Nope, that's it. <laughs> We're glad to have you in the chat room. Thanks for listening. Yeah, awesome. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, we love having you. Okay, <laughs> take care. Bye bye. All right, that was Marlon with her great ideas for what to do for a singer sailors. And um, I know we, it's good to remember those guys because um, your husband was once a single sailor too. I know, yeah. you know. It's good to share the love, I think, definitely. You know, Sunday is the Super Bowl, and um, I keep reading how this new technology, they're going to be able, the troops are going to be able to watch 
on the Super Bowl around the globe based on this new technology they're going to have, or they can watch it on AFN. And um, so the Arizona Cardinals will take on the Pittsburgh Steelers, which I don't really follow football too much. I'm a college basketball girl. So if you are, if your spouse is deployed and you like um, football or you just want to do something with the girls, you know, invite some friends over and watch the game on Sunday. Or I think it's on Sunday. Maybe it's Monday. Um, you know, get together. And it's a great time to, you know, it's a great excuse to get together. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm not a big football person either, but I'm sure I'll end up going somewhere, doing something that day. Okay, Marla writes, um, the website she was talking about was orientaltrading.com. That's where she ordered her items. Uh, That was Marla who called in. So orientaltrading.com. And when Craig came home, I have to say, I I had never ordered from them before, but I ordered a pack of American flags that I put in every one of my neighbor's lawns. (laughs) You know, a little mini flag. Because there was no, quote, homecoming. There was no pier. There was no nothing. Right. Um, It was just us. So, yeah, so, and they shipped great. It was no problem at all, and uh, so I can recommend. Uh, I ordered a, I've ordered from there before, I, and they they have good stuff. I mean, it's, it's reasonably priced, and, you know, for, for this, I, I like ordering from there. So I just love that idea. I'm looking on there now because I'd love to send some more stuff out. So Yeah. So, okay, so I got one last thing, and then we're going to close the show because we're about out of time. We did have a question on the blog that I thought was interesting that I'll share with you guys. Melinda writes, Hi, all. I ran across this site looking for an answer to what I thought was a simple question. My fiancé is stationed in California, and I am in South Carolina. My simple question is, will the Navy pay for me to move out to California after we are married? If oh, so, man. Yeah, if so, <laughs> who, do I, who do I need to contact? What do I need to do to get the process started? And... Um, uh, if it makes any difference, he's an E4 and already living in an off-base apartment. Thanks for any help you can provide. I love my guy, but hasn't been any help. <laughs> so the short answer is, and I'm sad to say, no, the Navy will not be able to move you. Um, <laughs> this is, <it> would... <laughs> yeah, this is was my life about um, uh, in May or April, trying right. to get my behind out to California and which is why I came out here with nothing but a suitcase. So unfortunately, no, um, you have to be married before he gets orders to that specific place, I believe, um, for them to pay to move you. That's um, right. So, yeah, we, how it works is, you know, if you um, if you happen to have married him before he moved to California, then, yeah, they'd PCS to both yeah. of you. Uh, when you make the decision to get married, yeah, you incur the cost and – the good news is the next time you PCS, they'll move the both of you, and you'll have uh, the movers come and all that kind of good stuff. But no, unfortunately, the Navy is not going to pay to move you. Out and I feel California. your pain because I came from Georgia to California, so I know, you know, it's it's hard to get stuff out to California. It's expensive to ship it, and you know, nobody wants to drive that drive and pay for the gas and everything. But um, unfortunately. That's just how that's just how they take care of it, which you know I understand. You know, for that reasoning, not moving, you know, your right. your wife you'd be on your orders, but And yeah. you know, we get so many questions from um fiancés and I love answering them because you know what? We were all new once. You and you're just yeah. and you're still new. 
So yes, I love answering those questions. <laughs> um, all right, so let's see. Um, I think I actually got to everything on my list. Normally I have to leave stuff off because we ran out of time, but tonight we did good. Um, I will say that we've got some um, guests coming up in the next few weeks on the show. We're excited about that. Um, I really want to get on this Marine, um, former Marine, who wrote the article on PTSD in the Navy Times. I'm hoping we can do that. I'm hoping that we can also get a couple of the finalists from the Military Spouse of the Year so we can introduce them to you so you guys can figure out who you want to vote for. If there's someone that you guys want to have on the show, someone that you know that's got a cool blog, someone that um, does a lot in your military you know, circle of influence that where you're at, your command, and you want to have them interviewed, um, give us a call or give us a ring and um, or send us an email. Let us know who you want to have on the show. And you can email me at wendy at navywiferadio.com or you can email Hillary. And Hillary, what's your address? Hillary at navywiferadio.com. <laughs> yes, so please let us know what you want to have. And um, uh, if your spouse is deployed to the sand, if he's in Afghanistan, Iraq, getting ready to go to Africa or wherever he happens to be. Um, this show is for you, too. And, uh, you know, being a former IA wife, I know it's a different kind of deployment. I know we have some girls in the chat room tonight whose husbands are on IA. And um, we just, we're just we here to support you. If there's anything specific that you want to know about, let us know, and we will put it on the show. So, uh, so you know, I'm just excited to see folks in the chat. That's cool. Yep. Let's see. Uh, oh, I know. I had one last thing. Deployment tip. We were t- I was talking about you know what you can do to make your deployment go by a little bit easier. And some people think, you know, I haven't e- heard from my husband. Even though he has email, he hasn't emailed me. I still say make it a point to send an email at least every other day. And yes. print out your emails. Number them. Like number 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 50, 52, 53, you know, however many you get to. Always number them in case he gets them out of order. And if you happen to get a mail drop, like if you're a submarine wife, um, print out your emails and have them ready to go for the mail drop. That always helped me because sometimes the email gets a little bit squirrely. Um, that helps. So you always have a letter ready to go. And tell your family members your spouse's email address and have them e- try and email at least once a week about what's going on back at home with them, et cetera. And I just think the more communication, the better your, your – I know for on our end anyways, Craig always felt a lot more connected the more email he got, whether it was from me or Absolutely. family. So, um, and, you know, yeah. I, thought, I thought talking too much about, like, home life and what was going on with me and our animals – you know, at first I didn't talk a lot about it because I didn't know how if he'd want to hear about it or not. But he sent me an email one day after I I was telling him stuff. He said, "I love hearing about home. I love hearing what you're doing. I love hearing what's going on. You know, and funny stories about our animals and stuff like that." He said, "I love hearing it. You know, so don't be afraid to you know let them know what's going on. I know sometimes it's a little guilty because I know I you know am a lot less active than my husband is when." You know, when he's when he's gone, I, I don't work right now, and um, sometimes I just feel a little guilty for it. But, you know, they really want to hear from you, and they really want to hear what's going on. You know, they care about you and, and love you, and so it's important, you know, to let them know what's going on with you, even if maybe you feel a little guilty about it. But, um, you know, send them those emails and let them know. 
So hope everybody will do that. Send an email tonight. That's right. Yes, everybody send an email tonight if your spouse is gone. Even if he's not a writer, even if he doesn't write that much, you still send yours. And as long as you enjoy writing and telling him about your day, continue to do that. I, that's what I say anyways. Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. It works for both of you. Um, okay, so let's see. Um, our website, Hillary talked about it earlier. Um, if you have not been on our new website, you can go to www.mymillife.com and take a sneak peek over there. You can request to be um, one of our friends. We'll add you, and then you can act, have access to the entire site. You can have your own blog. You can upload pictures of your first kiss or homecoming. You can read what other people are writing about in the forums and on their blog. And it's just a great place to connect. And we post highlights from the show. You can listen to the archive shows over there. It's a cool place. So we encourage you to hang out with us over there at www.mymillife.com. Um, I guess we're going to wrap up tonight. We want to thank everybody for listening to the show. Uh, our show tonight was sponsored by AskTheChief.com, helping sailors by answering their questions since 2002. Our disclaimer is we're not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or the Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here are our own and do not reflect official Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly the authors, and should you require professional counseling, please seek a qualified professional. So, all right, Hillary, thank you so much. Thank you, Wendy. Had a ton of fun. Me too. I had a ton of fun. Thanks to everybody in the chat room. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you guys next week. And um, we invite you all to visit us online at NavyWifeRadio.com for archive shows, showtimes, and upcoming guest information. Good night, everybody. Good night. I close my eyes in a dream